He's got a club foot. Byron Robson. <laughs> Lord Byron had a club for show. Right. How would you possibly know that about Lord Byron? <laughs> Such an obscure fact. <laughs> was actually a gift from Timex. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to the Football Ramble. Um, uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us. It's also a pleasure to have James or Jim with well, us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. Pete's here. I'm here as well. Hello. Luke Moore completes the trio. Went all right last week, didn't it? So I thought I'd stick around. Mm. <laughs> thank you very much. There are much. four of us as well, right. I do remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the, the tri- my trio. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that's okay. Um, yeah, well, we're gonna not overly comfortable <laughs> with the stipulation. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to start with a question. Unorthodox, I know. As is the custom. And mm. I'd like you to tell my good self and the good listeners, lots of good people involved here, name a player who has uh, played well at international level, but not so much at club level. Now, this could be through a long period of his career or, or a particular period. Maybe a qualifying campaign at a tournament, or even longer. James or Jim, I'd love you to start. I'm going to dive in with um, Lucas Podolski because obviously he started his career very brightly, right. but his international level is in, uh, uh, record is incredible. I think it's something like 40, 41 in eighty-two. I think it's, it's really? literally one in two. Oh, it's Richard! A, oh, oh, Richard! Oh, wow, well, he's literally a star, Richard. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's a phenomenal record, given that he's still quite young. Is he sort yeah. of like, what twenty-five, twenty-six now? I think, and mm. he, he's really struggled at Bayern Munich. He's not been the same player um, at, at Cologne as he was when he sort of left. And he it's, went for a lot of money as well. He did, but mm. his international form has stayed consistent throughout that whole sort of dip in form. It's weird. Lou, 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 Lucas Podolski. Indeed. That song goes. That is yeah. the song. That yeah. is the song. Unimaginative. <laughs> Pete, who have you got? I want to go for uh, Toto Sklatchi. Oh. Toto, Toto, Toto Sklatchi. Jim, 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 Jimmy Campbell. <laughs> So I'm nipping this in the bubble now. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad Golden you did. boat winner in 1990, yeah. uh, but his, his club form was uh, seriously not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a weird one because he came into that Italian squad quite late on and mm. obviously set the world on fire. Do you feel it was that that competition was apparently known with the Italian people as the Magical Knights of Toto Scalacci? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Moore told me that. Yeah. Um, uh, would, it, would it be fair to say or to speculate that he got into that squad with a little help from his <clears throat> friends? Uh, well, it's it's well, alleged. It's alleged. It's alleged. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Good, good one, Pete. He's still old enough to hear us. Mm. But Pete, I think I'm right in saying it. I didn't know nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> I think I think I think I'm right in saying that his record is about one in three at best at club level. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, when he he, he made his, he, I can't remember the um, wind that he had before uh, <laughs> Juventus, but he sort of he sort of moved through the leagues like that, and then uh, when he got to Juventus, he was played by a lot of injuries. So I think, but, but that doesn't explain time on pitch. Versus the rare shot of goals, I guess. Pete, this yeah. is the ramble, and for <laughs> listeners who don't know this, mm. the ramble acceptable level for goal scoring is one in two. He was better. He was better than <laughs> no, one. Well, in, no, it when, he, when he moved to Japan, he was better uh, than one. Yeah, one the in key. Two. No, 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 no. <laughs> the opening bit. Hang on, we don't mind one in three if they are a creator of goals. If they like the yeah. banter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Kasano, creative or mental? Casano, one in three is fine. One in five is fine. Casano can never score again, and it won't change my opinion. No. In fact, I, in fact, I quite like it because it'll be subversive. Yeah. I, I like what he's trying to do there. Yeah. 
It's one a man making a stand. A postmodern yeah. golf scorer. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> Luke, who are you going to hit us with? Me, 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 Mirva Slavkosa. Oh, <laughs> another yeah. German. He's a German. Podolsky's another own. Polish German. Uh, another, yes, yeah, of course. Of course. Because cause apart from um, his time at Werder Bremen, where he's, he's pretty prolific, yeah. mm. his, re- his record isn't great in terms of goals. And but for Germany, it's even better than Podolski. I think he's fifty-seven and one hundred and four now because he scored. Did he score the other day? They beat Turkey. He, yeah, mate. he did score. Yeah. He, he scored, scored a couple. Two. Yeah. Scored two, yeah, yeah, and Ersel scored the other. And um, so closer for me. And also, we were painfully aware of this during the World Cup, which just mm. happened as well. Yeah. Where our players who who who, <laughs> who are apparently are brilliant at club level, well, they are yeah. probably um, can't really do anything at international level. Where the German players, a lot of those were the opposite. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's when it counted I was going to say You <laughs> could have uh, You know The England squad For some of this Well some of the England squad I'm being generous oh, Good one Luke mm. I was going to go for Andy Cole Well yeah um, I'm going <laughs> to go I, d- I don't know it might, it might be controversial I'm not sure uh, Gabriel Batistuta No I jest of No come on I, I was going to say What the hell <laughs> I must pull off my chair <laughs> I'm going to go for David Healy Oh yeah, oh, that's one. a good one. Yeah. On the bench at Leeds, but yet holds the uh, record for the most number of goals scored in a European Championship mm. qualifying group. And murked, um, and murked, and murked England. England. Yeah, it's a nice goal as goal against England. It was as well. a lovely fin. Good finish. Lovely fin. It's interesting about um, closer as well. You pointed this out over the World Cup, Marcus. I think he scored more international goals than any Englishman ever, <laughs> which is interesting. Well, yeah, Bobby Charlton well, yeah, yeah. forty-nine. Yeah, that's our record. Yeah. And um, closer, we we were all. Let's be honest. I mean, in this particular instance, we we should credit him with being being good at international level. But mm. let's be honest, we were all hoping he wouldn't take Ronaldo. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. He wants it, doesn't he? He won't get it now, will he? Well, come on, come on. Dish the points out and stop talking. <laughs> Pete Donaldson's got the points. Hey. Well done. Pete, you got anything to say for yourself? I used to have a little uh, sort of mini projector. It was about that big. Imagine about as big as a matchbox. Was people it, who aren't in the room? Was it the Pete time. Donaldson pointometer? It was a mini projector with a little roll of film that used to press the button down, and uh, used to get a Diva Platz volley and a goal from Scalacci. It Which goal? Lo- from used Scalacci? to look through it. I can't really remember. I just remember it being Scalacci and Platt. But I remember I the like, Platt I volley. Like that. That's nice. I it was nice. Those, he used, I used to make this lovely night. Yeah, I got, I got oh. one of them, uh, and it's just a clip from Star Wars. Oh, really? right. I, I remember these things You put them mm. over your eyes yeah. and, and they work better When it's light outside Because mm, the yeah. light doesn't get through Yeah I, I had one which was like A computer game like, Almost like mm. Space Invaders oh, so like, It's it it like YouTube But better Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah More comprehensive yeah, yeah. Less it comments it had <laughs> <laughs> Less racism <laughs> I've been called gay Five times this week on, on YouTube, YouTube comments Why does everything on YouTube Descend I, into Yeah well we saved your ass In World War 2 man yeah. <laughs> I read it in that accent as well Yeah Yeah because the Canadians did Nostalgic look back Let's have a nostalgic look back At uh, the international results Last Friday Time of recording of course We haven't uh, seen Tuesday night's results um, But Or even games But we will press on With Friday's uh, Scotland lost 1-0 In the Czech Republic mm. And looked to set up In a, a 4-6-0 <laughs> Levine's formation. gone mental yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it annoyed me Intensely yeah. Were you surprised They didn't score <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing—the thing about th- this is for me—and and shout out if you guys don't don't agree—it was in Czech Republic, wasn't it? It yeah. was. Yeah. So I understand that. But at the same time, what people need to realise, and by people I do mean Craig Levine, <laughs> as he's picking the Czechs the aren't as good as what they used to be. Well, I, I, yeah. Honestly, when I saw a line up like that, I thought, right, who, who's, in Czech, who's in the Czech Republic team? The only players I could make out of any note, and I might be being ignorant here. I hope not. Uh, Rizicki. Yeah. Rizicki's a good player. The Czech. Um, 
yeah, Roman Roman Bedner, mm-hmm. right? Who well, he's not amazing. He no, would have got, yeah. got in the glory years of the Czech Republic. No, see? No, no, too young. Um, they've obviously got Peter Czech, <laughs> who's a good goalkeeper, yeah, yeah. and um, they got the boy who plays at Anderlecht, like a midfielder, who's quite highly rated, Polak or something like that. He's he's he looks like a good player, yeah. right? Oh, but Scotland, should, that game's there for the taking. Mm. What someone needs to say to Craig Levine is, you actually need to win games to qualify. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but it's not even attempting to nick a goal. No, so you're sort of saying. I will change the game before I'll change my own team so to speak yeah. it's very very weird he's, he's said, we, he said look at how Liechtenstein uh, lined up against us they're 150th in the world yes. and they nearly got a point <laughs> 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 the thing is, is out of that, so those four players in that Czech Republic squad are the only players in my opinion that are worth anything if you, if you look at the fall from grace Czech Republic have had yeah. in the last what when we were, you were 96 they were a good team that's right, yeah. 15 years they, they've, they've fallen from grace dramatically yeah. and, and I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry but and I, I speak of someone who's got you know, a bit of Scottish blood in him. I quite like to see Scotland do well, Same personally. The thing is, you've got to win those games. Yeah. You genuinely you've got have to at least to attempt to yeah. win them. You've, yeah, mm. I think that if you're going to nick a point, you're not going to get it. I mean, he's, he's played, uh, who was it, Mackie and Naismith, mm. sort of in more sort of wider positions, mm. uh, to try and get something there. But, it, you, you know, why not have, say, Kenny Miller as a lone striker? Yeah, well, and, I mean, just, and put well, five across midfield. Mackie's, because Mackie's got a lot of goals. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. for QPR. Yeah. He's, he's, been, he's been knocking them in eight, yeah. at the eight this season he's got. And, he, and he's doing a 4 6 zero. Right? Yeah, putting him out wide. It's, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think we're all in agreement there. Uh, it's, it's silly because you don't get that many games in the, in the mm. group. You have to win. You, you're going to have to win. Look, Scotland are going to need to win. Every, if they're going to do that away from home, mm. they're going to need to win every single home yeah, game. Yeah, and then try and the, pick up points other places. I feel for the fans because of the, it's, well, it's a lot just of an insult there. to them in a way, isn't it? Really? It's like, yeah, we're just going to try and not get beaten. Yeah. Um, if we lose, well. <laughs> yeah. It's but you're not even giving yourself the option. So one thing's going to happen here. We're either going to get beaten. Or we're going to draw. Yeah, you're taking yeah. out every single, and it's not even though it's like the Roma formation with Totti, where they have people bombing on from deep all the time. I don't yeah. even have no, that. But, but that's slightly different, of course, because they play a much more possession football, where everyone mm. kind of moves up gradually. That's right. As far as I'm aware, obviously I grew up in Scotland. That's never been the case. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's he's he'll change it for Tuesday, guaranteed. What against Spain? Well, no, you, you can't do that again. Well, against, uh, to be fair against any <laughs> opposition in the world who you'd think well I can understand go that six, would yeah. be the Spanish go 6-4-0 yeah. yeah. oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> do you think no I think yeah 6-4-0 yeah, whatever they laugh, but that's what Germany did against England in the World Cup yeah so that's it I don't know how they scored those <laughs> they four they running goals. scared yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway that will of course um, be finished that game by the time it comes out on Wednesday I certainly hope so otherwise that injury <laughs> time would be taking the piss yeah. um, Northern Ireland have turned uh, I was about to say they've turned their home into a fortress but that's absolutely ridiculous because it's been like that a good few years yeah, it's, mm. and it's fantastic they drew nil-nil with Italy I mean okay they were slightly f- fortunate in a couple of moments of that game but they did have a couple of chances yeah. themselves you know and it's a good clean sheet against Italians mm. is always good uh, yeah. I think clean sheet against anybody you could genuinely like, legitimately say they were unlucky not to nick it mm. and Laurie Sanchez well, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a testament to him the it, legacy it, of it Sanchez is, no, but it really is this yeah. is the funny thing I mean you know he doesn't play the nicest football and I know that the good people at Fulham are extremely happy he's not there anyway they were yeah. glad to see him go because he you know he is a bit punt and run at times yeah. um, I remember when he was at Fulham and I asked one of my mates who knew a bit about Sanchez uh, who supported a team that Sanchez used to manage and I said what do you think I want, <laughs> I want to talk about on the show do you think Sanchez will keep Fulham up and he said oh yeah we'll keep him up but he will suck 
every gram of enjoyment out of that class <laughs> in the, the process. He will sap every last milligram of joy. Like a vampire, like a entire postal area. <laughs> well, yeah. well, Sanchez. While doing it. But, I mean, before we talk about Northern Ireland, Sanchez. He'll start sucking it out of Chelsea as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edges of it. There'll be a knock-on effect. <laughs> the whole of West London will yeah. be dry. Yeah. 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 Move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that'll cause a like, sort of overpopulation problem elsewhere. And all of London will suffer. Yeah. yeah. It'll grow through the plants that grow like <laughs> Chernobyl. Yeah. You won't be able to farm on the on the land. Well, he said once when Sanchez was in charge of Fulham, um, a friend of mine used to go down there and watch him all the time. And he said that it was when, uh, oh, what's his name? Rosinha. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, fullback yeah. was Rosinha, playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's playing at, at Fulham. And he got the ball right back and he played it inside to Michael Brown, who was centre mid at the time. And he just knocked it inside and Brown sort of turned and went to make a pass and I think he made a bad pass or whatever. Yeah. And Sanchez bombed out the dugout. And uh, Is it Lee Rosinha? Uh, no, it's Lee, Liam. No, Liam, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lee Rose's dad. Lee yeah. Rose, of course, yeah. yeah. And he went, Liam, what have I told you? You knew get a ball, you fucking hit it long. <laughs> <laughs> he went mental because he played it inside to the guy who sent him in. But, yeah. but Sanchez really got them going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, of course, they beat England, they beat Spain, they've had some wonderful results. Well so it's, and, and, th- and it's testament to them because I'm not surprised Italy didn't win that game. It's incredible. Mm, mm. You know, the Northern Ireland didn't win so. Uh, oh, we, asked, we should probably point out that Laurie Sanchez is no longer Northern Ireland manager. Yeah, but yeah. You, you were right to say that it's what he mm. kind of kick started. Really. Uh, and Nigel, Nigel Worthington's doing a good job. Yeah, he is, yeah. Um, and they had a great win in Slovenia, was it? Well, they did indeed last time around. Uh, Wales, though, didn't have a good time. They lost at home 1 0 to Bulgaria. That, a, was, that was a weird one, that wasn't it? They were kind of they had spells where you thought they were going to put something together, and I don't know. Just I, I was saying this to, to Marcus on the way up here actually with Wales, and I, I was thinking that I'm a bit of an advocate, and I, I might be talking absolute rubbish, but I'm an advocate of when you've got a player like Bale, mm. and they should have done it with Giggs. Give him a free roll. Yeah. Just get him on the ball as much as you can because Bale. For, and, and he was lost on the left, wasn't he? He, was, he, he, he rarely got the ball. Mm. Thing is, he got reviewed quite well in the newspapers. It was all about Ricketts for me. Like he had a lot of the ball and he could have mm. done something with it. But imagine Bale in that position. I just think he, right. he just give him a just get, just allow him to just run at players. Yeah. But out on the left, farm down on the left, it was ridiculous. I think I think you've. <sighs> and I know Flynn's got injuries and stuff, but it it, it just it just. It just seems silly to yeah. have a very, very influential player on the periphery. On the periphery. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. I think I think with with a country like Wales, and I, and I really don't mean to sound disrespectful at all, but they they don't obviously produce that many. You know, I mean, Bale's bordering on world class. One could argue, but um, you know, top class players. I mean, you argue England don't, but. And they, but they should make the most of it and they should maybe as you say Luke maybe just put four of it in behind Bale hmm. you know make himself solid in that midfield and just stick him in front and say hmm. go on do your stuff because go and play you, with the front man as well we've seen a lot of things with Bale especially over the last season and a half his ability to beat a man right? yeah. he can beat a man no one denies that he can he, score he's, he can score goals and his technique at striking the boys is superb yeah. you know? and, and that, will be the, that will be the case and in, in the middle of the park as well well Bale brings a lot of players in as well that's a really big part of his game that's really sort of um, great at Tottenham and if he's not you know given the freedom that he should have as, as exactly as you say then the rest of the team aren't going to sort of click as well and mm. it's, it's a shame to just sort of lock that creativity up almost well, the trouble is with, with you know when he's got the ball at Spurs he cuts his Side, he goes down the line. He, he does all this. He whips it in, and Pavlochenko's there mm. in the middle, or maybe a Defoe or Crouch, someone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or he can knock it inside, and he's got Modric or Van der Vaart. But I, feel, but I, even so, I still feel. I mean, they had, well started with uh, Steve Morrison up front. He's, he's no, competent sure. enough in the box. I mean, he's, 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 he's an, I think Steve Morrison's a good player. No, but what I'm saying is, you know, just what James was saying, he brings other people in, but perhaps at international level. 
perhaps but he's not in a position where he's he has that freedom as you say to sort of be as kind of destructive as we've seen him because he's devastating but, on his but Flynn, Flynn knows all these players he's been under 21 manager for absolutely ages yeah. and he should know everyone's strengths and, maybe and he just wants to keep a shape maybe he just thinks you know what we need to keep shape against teams that, I mean Bulgaria aren't great they've got some good players but they're, they're Berbatovless mm. now <laughs> and maybe he just doesn't want to lose shape and he thinks well I'm not going to put square pegs in the round hole yeah. it's easy for us to say because we would we would probably have um, I can't really remember but we probably had a pop at Sven your lyrics of a player players out of position and stuff so you know it's, it's, it's easy for us to say but I just think it would, it would benefit a bit more of him getting more of the ball because Pete and I watched the game and and, um, and yeah he just seemed on the periphery all the time far too much but we um, but, um, we were playing pick live yes yeah, the, old, the old football ramble during, fantasy football league sort of game weren't we yeah so basically we had um, a lot of um, interest about fantasy football this season asking for codes and the league and stuff we decided to do pick live football instead uh, it's the, the football ramble dot com, and it's like a real time fantasy football game where you can play along with us can I just stop you there it is a glorious game. Yeah, it really is decent. <laughs> yeah, uh, in in so I always say this about um, Pick Live. It it kind of um, it makes a boring game very interesting. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, I can certainly will that out on Friday when me and Luke played, and it genuinely was. Um, and it, there is some sort of sense of achievement when you actually uh, when you actually put together some sort of result. Yeah. I came, I think I came second off first, and I won a little bit of money, and I bought a diamond ring with it. <laughs> <laughs> a very cheap diamond yeah. ring. <laughs> you must have won more money than me. But um, it's great. Because you, 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 well, we, we get into like a little league um, with, with the ramble and the listeners. You can chat to us on it while we're playing. Um, it's a chance to win some money, so you mm. put a bit of money in, and um, you can win some back. Mm. And uh, also, what we'll do actually, because we chat to them, we, we will we will set up a ramble league for all the ramble listeners, and we'll um, at the end of the season, uh, it's sort of like fantasy football, but like I say, in real time. Um, yeah. And the, the, the leader of the league or the winner of the league at the end of the season will yeah. receive some money. Well, I think that's the good thing with it, um, the real time thing. I'm I'm too impatient to do fantasy football. I just mm. don't. I never commit to it. I always do a team. Lose and never f- Yeah, exactly. But. Pick life being what it is. It's, is it seven minutes each game? Yeah, seven, seven, no, seven and a half. Seven and, and a half. half. Yeah, oh. you can go through loads of games. That's why I always lose. <laughs> go check it out anyway, because I mean, we're not doing that justice. But it's the footballramble.picklive.com. That's right. Marvellous stuff, gentlemen. Um, right, pressing on with the other international results. Ireland lost at home 3 2 to mm. Russia. I mean, it's a hard game against Russia, but they will be annoyed that they've lost that. They I were saw the worst that. highlights ever of that. Just <laughs> terrible editing. Two of the goals weren't in it, the, 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 the <laughs> throw ins were in it. Two of the goals weren't. <laughs> Awful. One of the, what, is, is it edited it? by Rory the Lap? A throwing fetishist. <laughs> yeah. There was a um, there was a really bad deflection on the Russians' third goal, wasn't there? Yeah, God. Yeah. Well, yeah. A curled, a curled deflection. That's yeah, it was a really rare really, thing. Yeah, isn't it? really took really took the kick right. The, um, Keane's um, penalty was a bit weird because he stopped. I th- it stopped and then kicked in a little bit. You know when you do that sort of stutter. I yeah. thought that I thought that stuttering thing you weren't allowed to do. It's one of those grey areas, though, isn't it? Where it, like the rule becomes in place and everyone just ignores it. Yeah. But isn't the rule that you can't fully stop? But they can argue that they stutter, but they're still moving forward, so it counts. Right. I know what you mean. It's, it's, I, I, if I was a keeper, I'd be bloody annoyed. Taylor <laughs> <laughs> does it. God, a lot. I'm annoyed. Renat Cristiano Ronaldo does it a lot. Yeah. And uh, the boy who plays out in Brazil, the um, boy. Ne- Neymar. Neymar. No, 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 Neymar. Neymar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it's an absolute beauty doing that. Why you know that when and Cristiano Ronaldo sometimes does it, where he dresses it up in such like pomp and circumstance, yeah. and stylized like stuttering, and, and he, just for, he forgets it. to do the tricky bit. You and know where makes, you send yeah, them the wrong way. Yeah, it makes you long for Julian Dix. Just smash it. <laughs> 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 Marvelous. Um, well, England uh, didn't play on the Friday night, but uh, well, let's talk briefly uh, about something that's come out of the England camp. Trevor Brooking. 
said that Steve McLaren could be a candidate for England after Capello leaves. <laughs> he kind he's, of said that, didn't he? Uh, uh, yeah, he, he fully went in. Uh, I think he, yeah, I think he just sort of said, "Well, it's not a ridiculous thing." I mean, if he does really well in Germany, he's done really well in Holland. Yeah. Is, it, is it a ridiculous thing to say, James? Well, I, th- I don't think um, it's been reported as is, as if he said like basically yeah we're definitely considering it but he's just responding to someone sort of asking him yeah. that question isn't he I, I don't think for a moment that will actually happen but Brookie makes a fair point which is that you know we won't rule out anybody everyone mm, will be considered yeah. on, on their merits of where they are in their career at the time so mm. I think it's fair enough yeah. I'd, I'd like Trevor Brookie as much <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a non-story if you think about it because if, if Brookie says no, we're not. We definitely won't hire him again. That's, there's your story. Yeah. Yes. Short-sighted FA. Yep. Well, that sort of crap. Mm, yep. It's the only answer he could have given. That's right. And I think you know, in ten years' time, I mean, how old is McLaren? He's not very old. Ten mm. years' time, McLaren could, could have won com- all sorts of things. A completely different manager. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a weird situation, isn't it? Because McLaren couldn't realistically turn it down when it was offered to him. No. He had to take it. Mm. We don't blame him for taking no. it. We got a lot of material out of it. <laughs> <laughs> We're time, happy. Time lord. In ten years' time, yeah. he could be. He could be eligible. Well, he's not eligible. A candidate. And lest we forget, he's the first Englishman and this was obviously said at the time and I'll say it again the first Englishman to win a European league since Roy Hodgson with um, FC Copenhagen in was it 2000-2001 mm. one before that was, was um, Sir Bobby Robson mm. with uh, Porto mm. that would have been yeah, and, God knows, and, and God knows Roy was in the frame last time well this time yeah. last year before yeah. he took the poison mm. chalice that is Liverpool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, whenever you say Liverpool FC I always want to go it's hard as hell <laughs> not the Liverpool Anfield John, Bar- uh, yeah. John Barnes yeah <laughs> Um, also, while uh, well, let's uh, say um, Wayne Rooney obviously has a bit of an up and down season so far. Uh, Federico Machado has called him a chap. Apparently, that's a mistranslation, though. Well, yeah. what it, the translation is, he was talking to. Um, well, he is. Uh, to yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not that controversial. <laughs> he was but talking to Italian media, <laughs> and he said, Ro- "Rooney is a really great person. He always gives me advice, but he's a bit of a coato." Which apparently, uh, on it, it translated by various online dictionaries, means a young urban working class person with vulgar and sometimes violent behaviour. Well, so you you could be writing that sentence for Wayne Rooney. <laughs> yeah, it's like saying Alan Shearer's a twat. It's unfortunate, <laughs> <laughs> but he is. I think the controversy has come from. Um, uh, a teammate criticising a teammate, but it's, in McCady's defence, that I don't think it's it's an offensive term no, no, in, in in the context he used it with the meaning of the Italian word. Mm. It's just that he's like he's basically saying we're from a similar background, like a bit rough and ready. That, that's yeah. all it is. It's another completely non-story. Yeah, <laughs> he's a bit of a rogue, bit of a bit of a lovable rogue. Well, Rooney? half right. Mm, no, James. Oh, James. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, a former teammate of Rooney's, Carlos Tevez. Uh, um, or we should also say, <laughs> yeah, he's not <laughs> even a chap. Would you suggest that would be perhaps two or three steps? <laughs> yeah, um, Argentina lost one 0 to Japan in a friendly, but. The bigger news coming from uh, Argentina, well, not Argentina, an Argentinian, is Carlos Tevez is thinking about quitting football. He, he says, says this all the time. Before, he yeah. says this all the time. He said it again. <laughs> but it, it does sound perennially just annoyed and upset. Yeah, but it's does. just kind of like, I'd hate to see how he plays when he's happy. Yeah, Christ on a bike. Get, <laughs> get a handle on yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's in such a privileged position. And I know people moaning about footballers earning too much and stuff like that. He's tiresome. But seriously, come on. But Joel Richards did a good piece for us about, about Tevez. Mm. On our website, and then the uh, he talked about his background and, and how he always feels. I, I don't know too much about the, the press in Argentina, but I get the impression through reading bits and pieces that he, Tevez is one of these players 
who almost always has to justify his position in the team. He doesn't in the national team. Yeah. And then when he does do that, he's seen as a sort of run, run, your, run your socks off sort of player. Yeah. But I think actually, in fairness, he's a bit more than that. As well, a of course, he is. He's I think he gets disillusioned by that. He's got real class about him. But I think, like you say, you know, you have Argentina have had some just phenomenal forwards over the years. You know, real goal machines like Batistuta, mm. or you know, slightly more uh, tricky, crafty players like Aguero. Maybe mm. I know somewhere between, he's isn't he? He's kind of, he, he? Well, that's right. I mean, if you think about the World Cup squad in '06, where he came along, who was in the side then up front? They had Crespo, who mm. was a fantastic player mm. for one, um, and of course Raquelmo was playing, and all these wonderful players. And of course, we all remember that goal against Serbia they scored. Yeah. And I think Tevez was then he was kind of a bit more used as I'll throw him. <laughs> and I know this. Is almost a, a, a stupid comparison, but you know, like the way England would throw on Darius, Darius Vassell. Yeah, you know, and yeah. I think there was maybe obviously a far more classy element and a yeah. far better. But it's add that sort of injection of pace and di- yeah. like directness. Yeah, but I, I think Tevez, you know, it's just sometimes you do have to accept a role in a team that isn't necessarily mm. uh, your f- your ideal way of playing especially in a team that's blessed with so much talent it's, it's a system and some players you, you know sometimes you're going to have to fit that it's, he's ve- he's I just think he's he just he just gets upset and then calls a press conference by the sound <laughs> of it. You know, I mean, he doesn't think before he speaks. Practice, the time. practice learning English in your own room, maybe. I just think <laughs> he's a bit. Talking to journalists. I just think he's a bit. He just does he not come across to you as someone who's a bit needy? Yeah, I, I just, I just think it's all about the. La- I, I genuinely think it's he's he's. He's a fellow who doesn't speak that very good English. He's so he must be so alone to be honest in England. Well, apparently, he's, he's lived here for quite a while. And it, Park he, and Evera. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah they're mates. They're mates. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I reckon Alex Ferguson won't let Parker ever talk to, yeah. him, talk to him now. <laughs> they, they've just told him that he's dead. But and he, they, they've blocked out. All the, he's blocked out all the football highlights on their TVs. It must mean that Japan are now um, unofficial world champions because they beat Argentina, who beat Spain. Yeah. That was the, yeah. that was a few of the uh, articles knocking around the web. Yeah, we're saying that it doesn't work like that though. Should do. And Scotland no. were not world champions in 1967. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we know they weren't because West Ham were. Um, <laughs> talking of. Um, <laughs> Tevez getting all emotional and calling a press conference. Um, another man who does a similar thing, Roy Keane. Hey! Like that. I've learned from the master there. Oh, thank you very much. Didn't, um, didn't, didn't we um, put out some some sort of um, untrue um, canine? We did <laughs> untrue <banter>. canine related <laughs> lies. <laughs> banter, yeah. Um, it's the truth about the lies. We've had uh, we've had an email about it. Um, oh dear. As an inductee of the Dean Windass Hall of Fame, I'm sure Roy Keane is an avid listener of the Ramble, and I wouldn't want you to be on the end of the Roy Keane death stare well, we with regards to your comments about his dog dying. As Roy pointed out in the East Anglia Daily Times, when asked about reports of Triggs' demise, Keane responded, The stories in the paper about my dog are not true. My dog is still alive. What paper was that in? Did you check the date on it? Lies and lies and lies. Unbelievable, but nothing surprises me. And that's from Richard Williams. Does Roy Keane just walk around everywhere just fuming? <laughs> yeah, of course he does. Yeah. When he says check the date, does he... Is he seriously suggest- suggesting that somebody might have got hold of a paper that's from the future? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or that his dog did die, yeah. but it's now alive again. Yeah. Right. I-, I reckon it's a sort of weekend at Bernie's situation. Yeah, my dog's alive. Ruff. Ruff. Why is it, why is it saying woof in an Irish accent? He's got his hand it's an up. Irish dog. He's got his hand up his arm. Yeah. <laughs> He's just making Ruff. the do like, like a Muppet. 
I would love that if Roy Keane just completely lost his mind. But you couldn't arrest him. You couldn't get near him. He's too no. scary. On the more he would carry line. on as boss of Ipswich, even if he had a dog like on his arm for hey, the whole he time. He would be manager used. of Ipswich from inside. But if, if, is it Bob Carroll? The, 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 yeah. the, the dog would Spit be like the, the assistant yeah. manager. It would be mental. Yeah. Jim, make no bones about it. If Roy Keane, I oh, know he pulled out all the balls. He stick his hand in. If Roy Keane was sacked as manager of Ipswich and he decided that he wanted to carry on being manager, no one would say anything. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If he was arrested to put in prison he'd still carry on <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not quit yeah. he'd, he'd pulled press conferences inside his cell yeah. he is from tough. hell that man <laughs> but on the more serious note though the beginning of that email if he does listen to the show we are all dead <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of time because we have caned him an awful lot right well uh, a manager of um, a very different attitude and swagger is uh, Sven Goran Eriksson hmm. he's been in Thailand Oh. Mm. Uh, yeah, Leicester City. Can we mention this? <laughs> <laughs> we can mention this some of it. <laughs> He's, he, he took <laughs> Leicester City over there um, to, in a mid season tour. Very strange. In my head. Here we go. He took them there in the middle of the night. <laughs> no one questioned anything. And the next morning, when the chairman ran, he was like, it was ringing and he was looking at it and going, think of something. Think of something. You know what happened in La Manga? He's very sensitive about this. <laughs> think of something. And then he just went. Uh, Brian Robson's Thailand. Yeah, we're in Thailand because Brian Robson wants to play as in a friendly. <laughs> Make it happen quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it was made, and uh, Brian Robson, uh, Thailand did play them. They got beat two 0 Thailand. I, I was in. I was in Sven's hotel over there uh, on, on Thursday. I was at the oh, game. Yeah, was, yeah. No, no, I wasn't at the game. Flipping. I'd be incredibly jet lagged, wouldn't I, Marcus? <laughs> you only saw me a week ago. But the, uh, no, I was at his hotel in the Hilton Leicester. And, Did you uh, see him? Didn't see him. But uh, the, I can confirm that the hotel has a fine selection of hardcore pornography. So, uh, Coincidence? <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Almost certainly not. Don't underestimate the lengths that Leicester City will go to to find a win. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, um, uh, yeah uh, mid-season tour. Sven Gorn Eriksson, Thailand. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. By the way... Uh, or at a least really racist one. <laughs> or at least a one-hour special. Sorry. We, we didn't Sorry. mention um, on your little international roundup. Yes. I'm not going to patronise it. Thank you very much. Too late. Um, yeah. But what? Um, international yeah. round of it was Montenegro won Switzerland nil Vucinic mm. scored put his shorts in his head yeah. he did celebration yet. he got he, them uh, off very like a, a, a well didn't he <laughs> yeah, <obviously>. vocabulary <laughs> failed there yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he just whips them off on his head in like, his, in like an instant his teammate was, couldn't do that his teammates were trying to boots on sort of stop him celebrate and stop him it was all celebrating <laughs> the, the, did he get booked the commentator no, I think it's just I, his I shirt know, yeah. isn't it <laughs> <laughs> he's diverting the system he is it's not as he'll if have his hands it, on his boots it's next not as time. if the shots left his I knew what you meant it's not as if the shots left his body at any point because he still had his shots in contact with him at any point it would have been quite good if he'd thrown them in the air and just sort of headed them onto his head <laughs> that would have been impressive. <laughs> rule number seventeen point three of the uh, keep your football kit on. When, so he, when he scored a goal for Roma once, he took everything off apart from his pants. <laughs> so he has got previous. Was he? Yeah, I hope he scores against England at Wembley. <laughs> well, he might have done by the time this comes. <laughs> yeah. out. He's not kept by it. I mean, thank goodness. Um, there was a South Coast derby. Yes, I watched it. South mm. Coast derby. Brighton won. Bournemouth won. One of the most. In fact, why not? The most appalling referee in the Super Bowl I've ever seen. <laughs> I was absolutely oh god! It was got to the point where you were in your head thinking about the referee more than anything else in the game, constantly, uh, constantly. Mm. You know, what's he going to do next? Well, I mean, 
Bournemouth had a well the, the, the guy up front for Bournemouth Symes should have gone should have been sent off twice left his boot on the keeper Kasper Ankergren uh, broke well, his nose to be fair you can only be sent off once so the referee's actually got that right not to send him <laughs> off twice yeah well no yeah, well, I understand what you're saying Marcus <laughs> Dean Windus doesn't le- no. you can't get a double red though can you no yeah, Windus got three of course. you can put you, he left his sorry he left his boot on the keeper broke his nose Re- referee didn't yeah. do anything right um, not content with that about I don't know about 20 minutes later elbowed a uh, defender he's a striker Simes elbowed a defender in the face uh, clearly deliberately sounds like if he was like testing whether it was a dream or not it genuinely looked like <laughs> he was testing the referee's metal let's take last weekend's uh, bad behaviour to yeah. uh, premiership bad behaviour to a uh, a new low yeah and, a and zenith the, and there was also um, Brighton scored um, old um, Kazenga Luwalawa scored who by the way is exactly the same player as, old, as his older brother he, plays, exactly he does the same. play exactly the same he plays a little bit wider but um, he's very, very very good we can't recall him after um, Ben Arthur uh, got, uh, got hacked down yeah Surely you must be able to recall him. There's no, not in no, the agreement. No, he scored a great goal anyway. He did. He hurt them. And I can't. I can't finish talking about this referee in display without talking about uh, the penalty award to Bournemouth in the 93rd minute. I think mm-hmm. handball, where the striker Steve Fletcher who came on, Bournemouth striker Steve Fletcher and the defender went up for for a header. It hit both their hands outside the area. Penalty. <laughs> Sorry, what did you call it? Yeah, abysmal. No, the, the penalty because Chris oh, Waddle penalty. Waddle has clearly been so badly affected by his penalty <laughs> miss that he can't even say the word anymore. <laughs> yeah. so he had to like create a new one. Yeah, right. Well, um, the Brighton and Bournemouth in League One, mm. one each. Let's go down a few leagues, a good few leagues. We're going to the uh, Sussex County League, Chichester City. Oh, near where I'm from, that is. Mm. Um, uh, why on earth Take we go down to Chichester City? <laughs> where the Just grass is be green and the managers are sacked you in a game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you please send me home that in the is, middle of a game. That is the <laughs> good. Don't really fit. That is, that is, that is the reason uh, that we're talking about Chichester City. Their manager was sacked during a game whilst they were playing their local rivals, um, Red Hill. Actually, how local is that? There was certainly a big rivalry between them and Red mm. Hill. Were and they that, winning? They were winning two-one at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, How do they get hold of him? <laughs> well, like, uh, is that yeah, in the middle of a game? Then why have you got your phone on? <laughs> it's your own fault. <laughs> that's an infraction. Maybe that's fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe it was like a sort of split second decision. The chairman was just so annoyed by that. Yeah, it's Mandarin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, um, the uh, well, now former manager, Mark Poulton, said that uh, during the second half, I had a call from Gary Walker, one of the club's directors, who said he was sorry to interrupt me and then told me I'd been sacked. He's not sorry. No. no. <laughs> Clearly not sorry. Um, it, it happened apparently at the time when one of the younger players, Nathan Paxson, had just been taken to hospital after breaking his jaw, cheekbone, nose and eye socket. In a collision, um, been Michael Simon. Unless the, the manager did that, <laughs> I still don't see the connection. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, but, um, but the manager said, um, "But there has been a lot going on ever since I started at Chichester, and I feared it might end like this." <laughs> you, you couldn't have predicted that. He right. went. He went on to say, "It is the most um, shambolic and unprofessional organisation I've ever been involved with." Was that you on the phone during a game, mate? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look a bit closer to us. He's not necessarily absolving himself. He's involved. Do you feel that was a parting shot? Yeah, I think it probably would have been. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Chichester City sacked their manager during a game. Anyone want the gig? Unbelievable! Yeah, I took over for the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got sacked. Someone else took over uh, for injury time. Chichester, Chichester City sounds like a Chester City chant. Yes, Sounds like a Chester City chant sung by Gareth Gates. <laughs> <laughs> 
There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Place, anyway, it's, it's time to uh, it's time to leave shambolic uh, organisations uh, in the past. Yeah, these are getting dull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need a catchphrase. Do uh, we going to uh, St Pauli? No, oh. we're oh. going to Garforth Town. Oh. Uh. So that's not shambolic. Well, Gaza well, it narrowly it, yeah. avoided becoming shambolic. Yeah, yeah Gaza is. Uh, that's what I said. A shambolic a bullet per- dodge. I was doing a perfect link, and you pounced on me. Yeah. <laughs> Gaza has actually turned down the position at Garforth Town because we said it in as everybody because he wasn't offered it <laughs> no he was offered oh, it right, yeah. but it's a, he, he turned it down everyone thought he'd taken it as did we I think a couple of weeks ago he needs to be able to take charge of a motor vehicle sober <laughs> before he can take charge of a football yeah. club well he yeah. said they, they had too many um, kind of off the field expectations of him that apparently had nothing to do with football so clearly it was just a massive mm. publicity stunt so mm. good on him off the field for, uh, expectations probably included can you not drink <laughs> yeah like all the time all the time <laughs> just not a training drunk uh, yeah that's right just general yeah. stuff that normal people do can you do that mm. <laughs> no chickens no dressing gowns none of that yeah. crap <laughs> right then um, I would love Luke to read an email I'd be happy to <laughs> please, please do um, you, last week we obviously inducted uh, the one and only Robert Prozonecki into the D-Win that's all of fame I was more chuffed about it than you lot but I'm going to do a follow up email as well so <laughs> <laughs> um, you get the message um, yeah, this is from Jim in Brisbane formerly of Portsmouth now resides in, uh, on, the, on the Gold Coast in Australia he says he met or slash saw Robert Prozonecki twice Ooh. in his time at Portsmouth he said the first time I was at the Marriott Hotel I was there in the bar and uh, underground Ricks the squad would meet in there in the morning of a home match and he would give like an informal team talks and tactics briefing sort of a reminder right. of, 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 of ahead of the game mm. apparently Prozonecki was sat at the back lounging in a chair <laughs> in a cloud of his own cigarette smoke staring off into space <laughs> Prozonecki <laughs> speak English do you know uh, well I think a little bit yeah okay. not, not too much but so busy smoking no one ever <laughs> exactly. knew yeah, he knows yeah, how yeah. to buy fags it was hard to understand <laughs> him with a cigarette in his mouth but this, this second one's better he said the other time I was in the changing rooms at David Lloyd Gym now when I lived in Portsmouth I know that all the players used to use David Lloyd Gym right, because Portsmouth's okay. facilities are terrible um, <laughs> <just> it's terrible <laughs> and uh, apparently Jim just got in there chose his locker the legend himself walked in and got his stuff out of the locker next to his so he was just going coming out of the gym as, 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 as Jim unfortunately named yeah. was going in the gym and uh, he said I wish I could have seen his display but it was uh, I was just chuffed to be stood next to the great man when I was in my pants said, I then noticed Prozonecki wearing a Dynamo Zagreb tracksuit top <laughs> Barcelona shorts and Real Madrid socks <laughs> he, must, JD. He, he must have stolen them from when he was in the club uh, his time at the clubs <laughs> I said hello and stammered about how much I admired him. He smiled back, said thank you, picked up 20 cigarettes and left without even having a shower. Nice. <laughs> what a legend. That is super. Thanks for that, Jim. That's from Jimmy Brisbane. That's great stuff. My goodness. Lovely stuff. Well, um, uh, from one very talented, uh, seemingly quite up- arrogant man to Me? another. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Um, uh, he, uh, <laughs> he's set up a trial for a friend of his at Milan now let me tell jobs you. for the boys yeah. I'm well, against it he's had a we'll try give my friend Ali Deer a try <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's used uh, to play for some <laughs> everybody deserves a second chance <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me it's a young Swedish lad called Eric Christiansen and Zlatan knows him because he's the son of uh, Ibra's builder 
uh, Personal builder. Yeah. I'll right. do it for free. <laughs> if. <laughs> well, he was working on his house, and his, uh, the builder, Mr. Um, Chris Jansen, was around Zlatan's house. And uh, Ibra had a kick around with Eric, the son. And he thought, actually, he's pretty decent, this guy. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the son's tried with an orange. He, yeah, <laughs> he does play for the Swedish side, Limham Bunkeflo, who are a professional outfit, I think. So, you know, he's, he's not crazy. He's just seen him cold, yeah. you know. But um, he's, he said, well, well, we'll sort you out with the trial at Milan. I just I like the idea of him turning up at the airport, from the airport, with this kid. And the Milan director's going, sorry, you, just can't, you can't keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> just him banging on Berlusconi's door. Oi! Yeah. Another going, one for you. I can. Stop I am. doing this. <laughs> yeah. this no! Is, this uh, is the plot of Gaul, as this, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> this is a meeting I'd love to see, Zlatan and uh, Berlusconi. But the, um, the young Swedish lad said that my life is football and this is a chance of a lifetime he's right I don't know when I'm coming home hopefully never <laughs> it, would, he, it would genuinely be amazing if he made it yeah it would it'd be, be, yeah, it'd be brilliant I can imagine him just getting to the training ground and refusing even to do the trial just like I am friend of Zlatan just not accepting no. that he's not part of the team it's like, like Ibra's, it's like Ibra's sort of run out of parts of himself to admire he started admiring <laughs> other people he'll he'll demand that if that guy gets taken on and scores goals he'll demand his own name on the score sheet yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he'll like have the same hair as him sort of brush yeah. back a little miniatures like <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah. what it is to flat front with him yeah um, right let's move on to uh, <laughs> another thing that we uh, we talked about Prozanecki on the last show we talked about FC St Pauli on the last show as well slightly uh, scattered around but it's been international week and there's some lovely little stories around mm-hmm. we're going to give them all to you um, so FC St Pauli we talked about their VIP section we were in awe in, in mm. Last week, this was with the sausage train, mm. where, the beer, um, the beer it that comes in, out your chair. The, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The kegs in the seats, and drinkable the, chairs, drinkable <laughs> chairs, <laughs> yeah. eatable trains, liquid yeah. football, mobile, <laughs> liquid <laughs> football, mobile sausages. It's the lot. Well, um, Paul Gascoigne's house. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I've, I've got to. Paul Gascoigne's mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to pick myself up here because I said last week is this not all a bit big time for St Pauli? And I was slightly concerned. Well, we we saw some photos of the VIP section. Don't worry, everybody. <laughs> they're not getting any time, any big time soon. It's they're not getting any big time soon. I stun, stun. <laughs> Are you a Native American? Today? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Very true. Very true. Um, I'm not. No, it's not true. <laughs> uh, I'm stumped. Somebody help me. Uh, St. Pauli, who saw the pictures? I did. Yeah, I, I did. did. Thank you. It's a tiny little sausage train, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? I don't know what I was expecting, really. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, bullet train. train. <laughs> Japanese <laughs> bullet train. Into city. Well, it's all right, but I can hardly get a say. It's too far. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell them. I can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a corrugated iron shed stuck on top of a stand. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really I'm is. not going up there. VIP. <laughs> <laughs> and the kegs, are, they're on like those plastic chairs you'd sit in assembly at school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah almost sort of stuffed just, Yeah, like sellotaped on. <laughs> oh my goodness Right but Good old St Pauli They never let us down Yeah no. Good lads Sorry I, uh, I keep losing my words Ladies and gentlemen But uh, we'll, we will press on With the rest of the show With me in this state um, <laughs> I Right. told you Stop drinking Before shows During, during. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might get sacked During the show At this rate um, uh, South Korea They have a man uh, Called Chung Moon Chung Moon Jun Who is A man who works For FIFA and he might challenge Set Blatter for the FIFA pre- pre- pregnant pregnancy <laughs> test. 
the FIFA pregnancy. Oh, really? FIFA so, pregnancy. Oh, I God. can only imagine. Tea on this stick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, what is happening to me? I don't know, but I'm it does. It, I'm it's making me think that FIFA presidents are sort of hatched rather than. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like cocoon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set black. I meant to say presidency, of course. Do, do you think that at one point, like so a FIFA sort of delegate went into a big room and like Blatter was there, like an alien, <laughs> yeah. just spawning pods all over the floor? He's like the Matrix, you know. He's coming out of the wall. Yeah. A little platinum <laughs> face hugger. Yeah. Is he ready yet? <laughs> <laughs> the one. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Set Blatter has got another little mouth that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> Yeah. As in Alien. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, uh, but so what we're saying is Seth may no longer be your figure president. I think he will be because it's massively political. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll have this man killed. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly he Allegedly might do that, possibly, do that. but it might not be anything to do with him and anyone says it is a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. At least yeah. my misplaced words don't end us up in trouble. End us <laughs> up in trouble. <laughs> There's another one. I like this a lot. <laughs> We should I've spike got, his drink more. I've got, a, I've got an email. Shall mm. I, shall I read out my email with my competent mouth, please? <laughs> uh, this is from uh, Nate Coolidge, which is a brilliant American a good name. Good start, yeah. excellent, uh, excellent. From Wellsboro, Pennsylvania, Ramblefoss Hall. Oh. I was listening to a popular radio game show this weekend while driving in my car. The host asked a question about the president of Bolivia, Evo Morales, who was captaining a team in a friendly match against a team captained by the mayor of La Paz. Oh, yeah. During the match, the president committed a very question. Foul. After a rather full-blooded tackle by a player for the mess, for the mess side, President Morales decided to take the measure of revenge by grabbing the closest opposing team's player and kneeing him in the balls. I saw that. Yeah. I could, went yeah. down like a sack of shit. I could not believe what I had just heard. Had a sitting president just committed the most shocking foul in the history of football? As soon as I arrived home, I quickly googled "President of Bolivia knees someone in the balls." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that footage. It's yeah. incredible. Because the guy's got nothing to do. With the incident yeah. he, he literally does Just find the nearest guy And just knee him in the balls He's not even facing him at first as He I just turns around And thinks yeah I have some as of I this. said to Luke uh, The way here That's like David Cameron Getting stuck into something yeah. On the football pitch But he's a president ball. He can do what he wants He'd obviously <laughs> play polo Yeah of course Yeah he hit someone With the pose. It's a bold move isn't it really? it's, mm. It is insane That man runs a country mm. <laughs> He must know That's going to be seen It's so unnecessary <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine I'm not really outraged by this. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. I was, yeah. Once again, I reiterate that I was in the country when Morales um, came into power. You in the balls. <laughs> yeah, he came. Did he need a position number in the balls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's on my advice. That's just how he goes around life. It's like <laughs> a special advice. move. On my advice. Uh, that was a uh, good email. Thank you for that. Mm. Um, right then, ramble peeps. Uh, last week was it? We talked about uh, doing a forum topic of the week. Yes. Mm. Or it was certainly a week or two ago. Well, we have one. The footballramble.com forum, Marcus. Yeah. Where everyone's one. enjoying. Yeah. A circus We're of entertainers. It's quite well behaved, isn't it, for a it forum? Is, yeah. Don't say that. Now what's going to happen? <laughs> I'm going to go on there right now. Oh. What you should have said, James, was, it's very heavily moderated, isn't it? <laughs> God, yes, James, it is, actually, yeah. <laughs> it We've got solicitors thumbing through it every <laughs> single minute. Yeah. yeah. Massive retainers. Right. Here's the topic. Are you ready? Mm. Um, now, this was posted on there uh, a few days ago. You're walking along one day when a mysterious stranger approaches and knocks you out. 
let me go on. Is this uh, definitely going to happen? I'm concerned. <laughs> well, this is the scenario. Right. Yeah. This is the scenario. So this is a warning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you awaken in an underground chamber where a mad scientist informs you that he has created a five-a-side team of robots capable of beating any side in the world, I'd imagine including the Ramble. Um, he challenges you to a game for your freedom and presents you with five blank robots, informing you that these may be uh, implanted with the DNA of any player who has ever lived... Like oh, on no, that uh, episode of Future Armor. Oh no, wait! I think this was the plot of Goal. Actually, <laughs> oh, okay, right. Yeah. This was Goal Four, yeah. uh, which never got made. Um, uh, which five players do you choose for your team? So you've been, you, you've been knocked out. It's a ridiculous scenario. A mad scientist, five-a-side team of robots. You've got to come up with five great players, or well, not necessarily great players. Five ca- players capable of beating this robot five-a-side team, James. <laughs> um, right, for my goalkeeper, yes. I would go with Schmeichel, because on a five-a-side pitch, you know, you need sort of quick reactions, and he was very good sort of up close. Uh, I'd also go with Beckenbauer, because nice. strong defensively and with, you know, the attacking side of his game. Makaleli, mm-hmm. just because he'd be able to break so much stuff up under pressure. He's Maradona. a robot as well, he'd be really, yeah, really strong. Yeah, he'd, be, he'd be incredible. <laughs> right. uh, Maradona, because he'd, he'd be good in tight spaces and stuff like that, which yep. you need. And um, Ronaldo, the, uh, the, the original Ronaldo, because he's just so strong that he could hold people off and power through and score against the robots that's a great team great mm. start <laughs> um, Buffon in goal yep I don't need to say anything more than that no no <laughs> um, oh, he's injured isn't he no I'm going he's a robot <laughs> robots don't get injured I'm going for the Juventus legend Claudio Gentile at the back good just because he would kick the living shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. he's already mad yeah. he's a robot as well man beast or um, robot I just really really want to see Gascoigne as a robot so yeah. I picked him yeah. um, Cruyff because he would be the most <laughs> arrogant robot ever yeah he'd be even colder not sorry to associate with a robot arrogance no and then um, I would go for Ramble Hall of Faming legend mm. um, Fernando Perotio oh uh, goals There's his goal scoring record was already robotic uh. imagine what, when, he, when he was an actual robot good have a bit of that um, well, I'm going to go for Higita in goal Nice. Good. Now the reason why is because in five side, everyone has a going goal, so the keeper needs to be able to play out on pitch. Yeah, right. Good. So good he's thinking. in there. Fair uh, Bobby Moore. Oh, the I thought that was going to be Lukey Moore. Then I saw more. <laughs> I saw more. I thought you, yeah. need, you need a classy defender in, in five side who can knock the ball around, stay on his feet because yeah. you can't slide tackle. Yeah. So you've got to have you've got to have more in there. Ronaldinho. Mm. He, he obviously played futsal a lot, which is the, 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 the similar comparison. Or he looks like a robot. He, he looks like a robot and yeah, tricks and all the rest. He of doesn't it. look like a robot. What are you talking about? He looks like a I robot where they've had to put loads of electronics in his face <laughs> so it's all like exactly. a short circuited robot yeah. uh, Oberfemi Martins why that's he, out of left yeah. field he's got a hell of a <laughs> shot as, as we all know he shoots from anywhere yeah, and, and one yeah. thing in five aside that's always you've got to have one of those exactly and, and people play five aside until they're 50 so and he's, he's, <laughs> he's notably older another than reason another reason and completing uh, the five Eric Cantona we all saw him take care of those demons yeah that's yeah. true so <laughs> nice au revoir yeah. I think, I think, that's a, I think our teams would be pretty evenly matched actually yeah, yeah. Pete I'm going to go for the worst five-a-side team for this very job <laughs> why is that because I'm bloody contrary Marcus yeah. alright um, I'm going to go for um, Big Nevin goal <laughs> you'd, you'd think he was good but all that Vaseline tripping off his head it's going to make all like the goal mouth it's going to be very greasy isn't it people yeah. are going to slip over mm. Big Nev Southall at one point was the best keeper in the world He's got a lot of Vaseline on his head. Under those, and if you play it indoors on concrete, 
you're all going to have uh, all the lights are going to melt it off uh, Roberto Carlos hammering the ball as hard as he can point blank range is not fun for anyone <laughs> I, feel sorry, I feel sorry for the robots right uh, Dion because again he's not allowed to make slide tackles so he's rubbish so he won't be able to do anything uh, Andy Cole shin splints he can't play on that artificial tur- turf he's going to hurt himself and finally for now Crouch everything he does is head height so Crouch already yeah, he's like not allowed Tetris having a stroke <laughs> so he was, he was an actual robot I don't think Pete I think you might have mis- misunderstood it because you're putting the DNA of someone in a robot right that robot then in Andy Cole's case isn't going to get shin splints <laughs> why not it's in his DNA it's made of metal it's in his shin yeah, metal shin not splints. in your DNA it's going to be like bits get, of like, get, like shin filings or yeah it'll be yeah. like iron filings coming off him <laughs> anyway get over to um, the, the football ramble forum for more of that sort of thing mm. <laughs> not the greatest advert in the world Someone went um, Obviously because a load of Users of the forum Answered this question And someone went for that Big William Fatty Folks Goalkeeper The Sheffield United keeper From like 19th <laughs> century oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 18 stone Yeah he's a big ball So yeah. he just filled the goal We would but, Good but, the, but I don't understand The question properly Because if you put the DNA Of someone in a robot That robot's not going to get Massively fat you, mm. You've got to sort of Leave a lot of yeah. Unanswered questions In your own mind Did you I, not, I, I did you know not hear the it? build up To the question no, I want to know who this stranger is That knocks you out Yeah yeah. yeah In my mind Is it wrong that in my mind It's that professor guy From The Simpsons <laughs> Yeah I Professor was, Frink Yeah I thought it was Roy Keane <laughs> He could have been yeah. <laughs> Angry What'd you say about my dog <laughs> Right then Profile time Is that okay Yeah, yeah. Shall we Ooh, Let's do this in. While we're here um, I must thank um, Sam Deeney for, for pointing this man out to me mm. um, uh, He uh, sc- That was my stomach Excuse me mm. <laughs> um, uh, This man now you may not have heard of him But you will do George Alberto Gonzalez Barrias Otherwise known as Magico Gonzalez like With a name. name like that What else was he going to be? Exactly, exactly. Magician? <laughs> <laughs> Superhero? He was um, Alright <laughs> Could have had three jobs there right? <laughs> That's still not very many <laughs> The man is from El Salvador In Central America And a former uh, El Salvadorian international As you would imagine uh, He was born in uh, March 1958 Nine years before the summer of life He was, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Now Just to start off with People uh, A lot of people in Latin America Talk about this man in the same bracket As a lot of the South American and Central American greats Including Diego Maradona mm. Now it's a strong start I know mm. It's a very bold thing He's a striker with. this boy was he? He, uh, he was a striker I or, He's 52 But he's at number 10 Number 10 So he, okay. can, he can go back But also he did uh, He did play up front as well And uh, Gonzalez He began his professional career In 1975 Playing uh, He played for a few teams in, in El Salvador And he Became known as, as Mago Salvador uh, Mago Salvador Sorry he became known as Mago Gonzalez. Now, Mago means suppose uh, it's a bit like a wizard uh, in Spanish. So, uh, but later when he went to Spain, his nickname changed from that to Magico or Magical, of course. Um, he received his first international cap in 1979, and this was while he was playing club football, of course, in El Salvador, which, as you'd imagine, wasn't the greatest of standards. But where he got notice noticed was. 
when he took El Salvador to the 1982 World Cup. And this was only the second time in Salvador's history that they got to the World Cup, and I think they became the first Central American uh, team to do so, to get to two consecutive World uh, not consecutive, two World Cups. And an incredible achievement, really. Mm. A tiny oh, for a country, country that size. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Incredibly poor country as well, no resources. Um, and he was you know, a huge factor in them uh, getting to the finals. They had an awful start. Their first match, they got beat 10-1 off Hungary. <laughs> but, um, you know, the match reports say that actually Gonzalez still had a lot of flashes of brilliance in that game, and he was a real standout player. Mm. Um, and, like, apparently the, the Hungarian keeper was kept a little bit busy. Um, <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> which is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. But, but, you know. And then the next game, they only lost 1-0 to Belgium. So, if, you know, which is a, a win, as far as you're concerned, if you've just been beaten 10-1. <laughs> Literally a defeat. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, they Living. lost... 2-0 to Argentina but okay. respectable scoreline considering they are El Salvador and they were beaten 10-1 off Hungary so anyway after the World Cup where he um, showed the world what he could do uh, albeit in sort of brief flashes uh, he uh, some of the big clubs were uh, some of the big clubs in Spain were interested Atletico Madrid were one of them strangely enough he went for Cadiz uh, CF uh, the, the team in Andalusia he went to play for them and in, instantly became a fan favourite there they'd never seen the likes of that man uh, <laughs> he was just dazzling moves and brilliant goals and just unbelievable ball control you know mm. when players the ball sticks to their feet I've seen clips of it and he is breathtakingly good yeah. Yeah. he's got a real way with a flick yeah, as well in like sort of flipping the ball over his own head yeah. and just yeah. being completely aware of where it's going to land for him. Yeah. Just, yeah, he clearly was one of those players that just, as you say, just had incredible close control, yeah. but not um, not just close control. Sorry, just like he could awareness. judge just the weighting of a pass yeah, yeah. even to himself so so yeah. well. He also had a lot of acceleration from what I've, I've seen. Just yeah. coming yeah. out coming out of a trick, it's kind of like oh, well, I've done that. I've done all the hard work, but no, he bang on as well and mm. beat a play. He spent a lot of the time with the, with the ball behind him, sort of thing. He dragging yeah. it yeah. along. It's really hard to defend against that. Very, very hard because the yeah. ball's like a metre further away than it should be. Mm. That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, you can see why he got the the nickname Magico, um, and comparisons with Maradona were very common with this man. Um, but yeah, he, he usually played in a free role um, and loved to, to glide past players as well. Very, um, very easy on the eye was his football playing. Um, and uh, the trouble is, though, I think. Probably the reason, one of the reasons why not many people know him was because he never played for any of the, the, the so-called big clubs, because he was notorious for his love of the nightlife. <laughs> he was a party animal, um, and th they said, you know, the, the, the fans of Cadiz um, they loved Gonzalez. But they did have to overlook some of his uh, minor indiscretions, you know. This is back when everyone was a party animal as a footballer. Yeah, yeah. And he, must really had yeah, exactly. <laughs> he must have really had to stand up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you just never stopped. He was just doing it in training and stuff. Like, he didn't <laughs> insist on a disco ball in the church to, like, changing rooms. <laughs> Taking anti tank missiles to party. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, seriously, though, like, a lot of people, you know, especially the fans of this club, now I know obviously they're going to be a bit biased, but a lot of the journalists and all said, you know, he could have been one of the greatest players ever. Um, but his just attitude off the pitch just almost sort of prevented that from happening. And of course, some of the big clubs were like, "Well, he's clearly a talent, but 
flipping heck he's, he's an absolute nutter as well um, I mean he would regularly miss training and, and even the odd game here and there for, <laughs> you know so imagine it is, sorry go on. just imagine anyone not turning up to a game now rather chew you yeah that's true he said um, I love going out at night and partying and not even admits my it, admits it <laughs> and not even my mother could dissuade me I don't like looking at football as a job if I did that it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me I only play for fun <laughs> well, it is your job. <laughs> <laughs> You're not complaining about that on payday. <laughs> no, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, in uh, '83 and '84, Caddis travelled to the United States to play uh, in a tournament. And in '84, he was the main attraction, of course. In '83 and in '84, uh, Barcelona were there with Diego Maradona, and it was it was said that Maradona was apparently like. Absolutely in awe of, of some of Gonzalez's abilities. He just wow. this guy's incredible. But Barcelona is not Do you mean on the pitch? On the like, yeah. like, like, like Both drink. Yeah. I'd imagine it. Oh, would be he could avoid tax like you wouldn't believe. Cadiz were relegated in, in eighty four and, and you know, um Gonzalez had attracted interest from Paris Saint Germain, Fiorentina and, and Sampdoria, amongst others. But he opted to stay in Cadiz and I just I think he probably thought, I'm enjoying it here, I get away with murder. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's um, he's realised what uh, type of player and man he is more, yeah. and he's <laughs> he's stuck there. Uh, he did go to go. Uh, he did go to Real uh, Valladolid after that, but had a few problems um, with the managers there, and he went back to Cadiz. Now, well, he left Cadiz because of problems as well. He, problems uh, everywhere. Yeah, him around. So Cadiz were a little bit more sensible this time. When he came back, they put a contract, a clause in his contract, saying that. Were going to say put a contract out on him? <laughs> yeah, you step out a line over the top. <laughs> they said this man is to be paid per game and not for ones he's missed. And they uh, thought, right, we're going to have you. You know, yeah, that yeah. was the contract. Maybe they got him drunk when he signed it. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But he played there until um, uh, the summer of '91. Uh, he left in '91 to go back to El Salvador. But he played quite a long time, and to be fair, to yeah, me. yeah, no, mm. he was there for a little while. He's absolutely adored by those fans, as you can imagine. And he played a little bit in El Salvador uh, until his retirement. And uh, I should also say, with his, he got 48 international caps uh, for El Salvador, 41 goals. Wow. Come on, yeah. come on! <laughs> it's El Salvador, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> that is an incredible record. It's El Salvador, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard it is to score goals for them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never done it. That's right. That's right. None of us have. Um, in two thousand, in two thousand and three, the Salvadorian National Assembly they gave him the highest honour, and they renamed the national stadium after him. Nice. Wow, incredible, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But they've got no other players. Well. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, well, that makes it even more remarkable. That's true. Yeah. It's El Salvador, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying that, to everyone. <laughs> That's right, indeed. Um, but uh, it's such a shame, really, that he's not well known at all really and he didn't play hopefully he'll be a bit more well known now well that's that's deserved it. that's it um, and he just for being a party animal really hindered his, his chances at a bigger club and whatnot. but uh, you know a lack of professionalism as well and all that sort of stuff but a lot of people do say and this has maybe been a bit generous to the man that if he was Brazilian or Argentinian or European, he would be more well known. Well, no, mm. I, think, I don't think that is generous because I think if you play with quality players yeah. every time, then you're going to be better. Yeah. It stands to read. everyone at any level knows that if you if you play a team that you enjoy playing in with lots of good players around you at whatever level, you perform a lot better. Yeah. I think that'd be the case for him as well. Mm. Well, he is. For those who know him, they consider him one of the greatest footballers um, of recent years, and. He's a close friend of Diego Maradona. 
Now, if you're, if you're still unconvinced, then put this in your pipe and smoke it. Maradona has said that um, Magico Gonzalez is one of the greatest players in history. And he also stated that um, had Magico come from Europe or South America, he would have been well known. But Maradona said this, for all you doubters. He said, there is only one man who can do magic with his feet. His name is El Magico Gonzalez. And he's coming into the Demon Dash Hall of Fame. Come in. There's only one one man who can do magic with his feet. (laughs) Magic with his feet. Magic Hogan Gonzalez. First person to ever be serenaded into the Dean Wentworth. Not a last, we hope. Well, that's right, indeed, indeed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble for this week. Hope you've had a lovely time. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com. And of course, the website with the forum, we'll be hoping to do another forum topic of the week, is uh, the website is thefootballramble.com. And remember, pick live. Yeah, thefootballramble.picklive.com. Come and play real time fantasy football with us. Win yeah. all our money. And it is our money as well. <laughs> is it? God damn it. <laughs> Should we be advertising that? Um, uh, right, say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye bye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Uh, we're all off to knee Evo and Morales in the balls. Cheers. <laughs>